Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, today I'm joined by my wife, Rosemary. Hello, everybody. And we are going to continue in this series, Christ is Risen. So how do we live? Christ is Risen. How do we live? Now, in the last couple of days, we've talked about the fact that God has a place in heaven kept aside for us, the scriptures tell us. We've also talked about the things that we need to do in order to work toward moving to heaven, to prepare our hearts for heaven. But then there's what God wants to do for us. And Rosemary wants to share on this. God has done everything for us, but it doesn't stop at the resurrection. He continues to want to work in our lives and he states it in uh, many places, but particularly I, I read in Zephaniah in the Old Testament and it states in chapter 3 verse 17 and this is the New Living Translation. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty saviour. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. He's telling us, even before Jesus, the Messiah, has been sent to the world, he's telling us that a saviour will be among you. He lives among us. He lives within us. You know, like in Luke chapter 2, verse 11, Today a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And the work that God does within us, he sings over us with joy. He's delighted to do this work within us. And in a way, yes, it's hard work, but in another way, it's not. And again, it's described so well by a person called Jay Toller. And he says this, It is not of God's severity that he requires much from us. It is of his great kindness that he will have the soul to open itself wider, to be able to receive much, that he may bestow much upon it. Let no one think that it is hard to attain. You know why it's not hard to attain? Because it's Christ who does the work within us. Really, all we need to do is be open, be surrendered. Ask and invite the Lord to come and work within us. Many of us would have heard of fire and brimstone preachers. Uh, people that come along and tell us that if we don't act in the right way, that we are judged, that we will go to hell, that we'll be separated from God. And whilst if you want to fill your churches up in olden days, if you wanted people to come, what you did was you preached a fire and brimstone type message. Actually, when I was younger, I wasn't bad at it, you know. And then through time, what I came to see, it's not that there is not judgment. Mm. It's not that God does not cast away the scripture very clear. It's, and it's not that God doesn't have standards. It's not that there isn't sin. But if we're not careful, what we do is we fall into believing that God is a God that punishes all of the time. That God is not a God of love, of caring, that, that God is not reaching out to us by his grace. 
I very often think about all of the blessings that have been part of my life, about part of our life. And I think to myself, you know, other people sometimes haven't received those blessings in their life. And I think to myself, why me? I look at some other people at times who've been tremendously blessed in their life. And there have been times where I've stopped and I've said, why not me? You know, and, and we can fall into the trap of realising that it's by God's grace. It's mystery that God wants to reach out to us, that God is wanting relationship with us, that God is in seeking a relationship of love with us. So on the one hand, we, it's, it's not a question of either or. It's not a question of that there are no standards, that, that the whole fire and brimstone message at times does not have a place. And it's not a question that it's all about God's love and his goodness and his kindness. It's the fact that God is a God of mercy and love who has standards and is inviting us into a relationship of love with him. And so if you ever stop and think to yourself, how come I'm so blessed? How come I, I experience God in my life at times? You know, it's because of what God has done. It's because of his love, his grace, his work in us. And when we don't experience God in our life, when we go through those times of hardship and difficulty, hasn't it been true for us that some of those hard and difficult times are the times when we've experienced God's blessing, God's mercy and God's goodness in the midst sometimes of really just unspeakable tragedy, isn't it? Yes, and it, but it's also the trap is can, can be that we feel like if we're not blessed, looked after, have an easier life, then God doesn't love us. God God has judged us, uh, found us wanting. No, not at all. God draws us with his love. And all these rules, as sometimes people call them, don't become rules. They aren't rules because his love draws us. And it goes in a cycle so that we love him, we learn to know him, we learn to love him, we want to follow him, we want to do what he desires, we learn to love him more and it just continues. And we are blessed because we learn to love God more. We learn to live in the difficulties, the struggles. We're blessed because we know him. It doesn't mean that all your struggles and difficulties even go away. We're blessed because God's with us. He is our saviour. And just as Sephaniah states, he takes delight in us. With his love, he'll calm our fears. And he rejoices over us with joyful song. That's why we're blessed. Hmm. And when we do fall over, he, he invites us back. Yeah. When we do stumble, he invites us back. He invites us into love. When we come before him, we ask his forgiveness. God wants us to experience his grace. So there is a place reserved for us in heaven. There are things that we need to do, but we mustn't think it's our effort that we are saved because of what we have done. We are saved because of the love and the grace and the action of Jesus Christ sent by the Father, who then together send the Holy Spirit to live in our life, to empower us to live a life that's simply amazing. Hey, you know, uh, God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Loving Father, we thank you today that you do love us. We thank you that you do care for us. And Lord God, I thank you for Rosemary because she testifies to me all the time of your mercy, your grace and your love. May we all know that mercy. May we all know that love and that grace in our life. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 
Hey, I had to get Rosemary to come and share with you today because she shares that all the time. And I know it's something in her heart and it's really true. And uh, she blesses me. So I pray today that you have been blessed. God bless you. See you next time. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. You're very good. God bless you all, everybody. Bless you, everybody.